the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hey everyone, this is Witch Dragon, your host of the One Drunk Hole Podcast. I hope everyone's well, everyone's good, and everyone's having a good day leading into the holidays. Can you believe it? It's almost the holidays. If not already. Okay. Now, you know we're going to go over our disclaimer. So let's get over, let's get to that right now. First, whatever I talk about in this show or in general is usually from my vantage point slash opinion slash whatnot. And I will always do my best to state this is my view, this is my opinion. Unless something actually is a fact, then that's different. But usually, I'll, I usually do my best to state things, which is good. Am I perfect? No. Do I make mistakes? You bet. But I figure, let me tell you that now. Right. Secondly, and most importantly, I thank you all for your love and your support of this show. I really do. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. That being said, oh, yeah, that, that sounds more ominous than I meant to say. That being said, now, don't be intimidated or hopefully not offended if I ask, only ask for a donation for this show. You're not obligated. You are not, regardless, I'm going to do the show regardless. But I also figure everyone out on YouTube and other podcasts ask for support and donations. So I figure, why not me? And besides, this is what I would use the money for. First, to help go into the show by either buying products such as my wine or seltzers or other or, or things that aren't like to review and so forth. So that's what I would use the money for. And of course, maybe to better buy at times better headphones, better equipment, whatever little equipment I do use. That's what I would use the money for. But I also know, I also know that times are tough. Whether we're in a recession officially or not, times is tough. Time, life is expensive more and more. So I understand if no one wants to give their hard-earned money to a donation, and that's why it's called a donation. It is not required. Period. But I'm still going to ask. But that being said, I also, more importantly, am an aspiring professional reader. So, I will always advertise that first and foremost. Such as right now. For your own personal reading, please email me at psiwork101 at yahoo.com. Book a reading to recommend products. Or, send me products to review. That email, again, is PSIWORK101 at yahoo.com. And you can use that, in my, that email. Oh, I'm missing words again. You can also use that email to pay for things for reading or donation on PayPal with that said email. And, of course, if you have Venmo, you can pay for such things there as well. 
which dragon was Fox of Verza? As which dragon, which as which dragon, is Fox of Verza for Vendor? Again, let me please reiterate this. Personally, I would rather, I would rather get paid for doing a reading and helping someone anyway, than just getting money for it. In my opinion. But again, I'm still gonna ask. I figure everyone else gets to ask. Why not? All of you listening, all of you lending your support to me, all of you, is certainly more payment enough. So, I just wanted to say that real quick. And I probably spent too much time on that, I apologize, but, oh well, here we are. So, let me go over the table of contents of what we're going to be doing today. The show is Story of the Solstice. Meaning, I did a show on the Winter Solstice last year, but this year we're going to, you know, I'm going to tell more personal stories this time around, with a quick recap on the definition of the Winter Solstice, and maybe next year I'll do a show on Saturnalia, but we're not doing that today, so maybe next year I'll do that, and other winter holidays, but for now. Today is Stories of the Solstice. We're going to have a little story time, a little wine review, a little seltzer review. Going, you know, talk about briefly what's going on in the world. And then, right to it, we'll get right to the, we'll get right to the main event. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to keep this show relatively short. But I'm also not going to promise you anything. So, be ready. So in the meantime, we're going to get the wine out. And we're going to do the review. But, before we do that, I just had a little while ago, before we started the show, Obelisk Sparkling Water. It's a, it's a strawberry flavored, well, it's a strawberry flavor, supposedly, they say, with other natural flavors. I don't know how to think about that one. But, it at least has no calories, all zero sugar, zero fat, zero sodium, circuit, zero protein, but at least it's not, you know, it's not bad for you, supposedly. Not a significant source of other nutrients, okay. But at least it doesn't have any calories or anything in it, so I guess that's good. Carbonated water, natural flavor, which is a weird thing to say for natural flavor. Whatever, I don't know. Maybe they take this into the car. I don't know. All I know is, uh, supposedly, it doesn't have anything of artificial, no sweeteners and all that. I don't know. So they say. I mean, it's probably true, but, <sighs> anywho. But that being said, what I can tell you is, it's full of flavor. You can definitely taste some strawberry in it. It's not packed down with sugar. You get all of the bubbles in the carbonation of a soda without the calories. And there's certainly no imagined or real guilt drinking it because it's carbonated water. And it doesn't have any sodium in it, so there you go. So if you're watching your sodium or your salt, according to the tan, it don't have any. So I give bubbly the 
strawberry bubbly, rather, 12 full ounces, each can, two thumbs up, or two hands up, y'all, so definitely pick up that today, and yes, podcast is on at this point, okay, and that's so not sponsored, just in case anyone cares, that was really even more so, alright, now that we got the non-alcoholic review out the way, let's go to the wine, and this time I killed it. And again, it's a, what I like to say, a baby bottle of Soda Home Sangria. And, and so if, if, if you only just want one or two glasses of wine, or no matter how big you have money glasses, this bottle is perfect just for you. If I could get it open, that would be great. And I got it open. Woohoo! Okay. So as I'm pouring it, we're going to see if the wine tastes better chilled or not, because I know the last wine I did, it was it was not chilled. It still tastes great, but eh, you never know how that goes, so there's that. Now, this really was just a one glass or, yeah, one glass of wine, because it's kind of a big glass I have, so it depends how what glass you have, but really only want one glass of wine, and one and a half glass of wine, this, this bottle is for you. So I'm going to taste it for you in a minute. Oh, I'm not doing that to be dramatic. I just felt like I needed to take a breath. Okay. Now, first off, when I had some sangria years ago, not that brand, I don't know if it tasted bad or the one my friend got was just cheap. I don't know. Or maybe it needed to be chilled. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But this this wine tastes so good. It really do. And it do taste better chilled, but if you have it warm, you'll be fine. Now, from what I can tell, it really is smooth. It's full of flavor. According to the bottle, if I'm reading it right, it looks like it has strawberries, oranges, and whatever. I don't know. Unless that's just the decoration in the, in the picture of the bottle. Who the hell knows? But, I will say, Like you love this wine. I think I get this again. Hey, I might pop for a bigger bottle of actually. See, these little bottles are good because if you're not sure about a wine, and you're not sure, you know, how it tastes, get a smaller bottle, get a baby bottle, as I like to call it, and see how you like it. If you like it, then you get a bigger bottle. And if you don't like it, then you never have to drink it again, and you, you need to waste a lot of money on the bottle. So that's my economy tip for you too this week. But sometimes if you just want one glass of wine without drinking the whole damn thing that one day, that's also perfect for you too. I know it's perfect for me too. I still gotta review that Captain Morgan bottle I got too. It's also a small one, or as I like to say, baby bottle. But but it's all good. I really do like this wine. It's not too fruity. It's not too sour. It's just right. Actually, it's not even sour at all. It's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. It's just right. I think you could really pair this with something savory or something spicy, and I think it would just balance out the flavors, in my humble opinion. Hell, you can even add it to your sauce, really. 
your spaghetti sauce or other sauces that are more red or rich flavored, you know, to balance out, you know, just a little bit, in my opinion. Plus, around here, the alcohol cooks out anyway, so there's also that, you know. Okay, I can't think of anything else to say, so I'm just going to leave it at this. The wine's good, y'all. I give it two glasses up. I hope I'm not yelling at anyone because I'm on video. Who the hell needs that? Okay, so we'll, as I'm finishing this wine, on my, as I use my friend's HBO Max, I saw the 30th reunion of Martin. Well, I didn't see it, but I saw the advertisement for it. I'm like, already? Has it been that long? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Time flies. And I guess Gina looks like she in it, or Keisha Campbell, I should call her. Actress's name is Keisha Campbell, so I guess they found a way to work out their issues that way. It's sad. It's so sad that Tommy died. Oh, but still, oh, you bet. Mm-hmm. And we'll head into story time in one minute. So that's just something I saw. And of course, have been watching on and off on YouTube about the Idaho Four. Young adults who died in that house shooting. It's so sad. I hope they have justice. I mean, I don't see why they shouldn't, but I hope they do. And of course, people are, you know, moving on because what else can I say about that? And of course, people talking about Meghan Markle and Harry on Netflix. Okay, whatever. I didn't see it. I just saw reviews on it, so I don't have an opinion on it. But. I swear people like to make her evil. I'm just going to say this, because I don't know her. I don't I don't know Meghan Markle from a hole in the wall. I, and I don't mean that in a bad or a crass way. I just don't know her personally. Listen, I'm going to say this. Everyone has their issues. Everyone has their flaws. I don't think Meghan's evil. I think she's like everyone else. She has her good points or bad points. Some things people say about it could be true and or exaggerated. And some things could be both and flattered. Who knows? I just don't make the big deal about it. But that's me. Well, my one neighbor here often loves to say, no girl, you're black. You know, blah, blah, blah. First off, that's not even culturally what she is. She is biracial. Well, actually, hold on. Let's, let's step back. First, she's a person. Let's go there. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. She's a person. Secondly, yes, she is biracial. And she shouldn't say she's black because she is. That's like this. I don't know. It's like saying she should discount one heritage over the other. Now, I'm sorry if America doesn't want to recognize she has more than one heritage. That's America's problem. That's not her problem. Because truthfully, she should say, in my opinion, she's going to say anything. Both her par- heritages, in my opinion. And that's all it boils down to. Also, I am surprised she would say she allegedly, or whatever. You know, mind you, I never heard her say one way or the other. And frankly, I don't care. But when I heard from other people's accounts, online or so on, allegedly, because who knows if they're telling the truth, that, She always said biracial, and that is the truth. You know, 
I'm actually more surprised she would say if she did say it because she don't get along with that father or her allegedly. I'm saying allegedly too many times. If I'm hearing anything that's accurate, that's what I, I, I will say allegedly. So anyway. But I'm like, and again, I, I'm not judging her for not getting along with her father. That, that's their business. She may be right. She may be wrong. He may be right. He may be wrong. Hell, they may be both wrong or right. Okay. Again, that's their personal business. If they don't want to, if they don't get along, and that's okay. Some families don't, and that's. I think we need to stop, in my opinion, and I'm going to say my opinion. That's what it is. Yeah. I think we need to be okay if we don't get along with some people in our family. Maybe both sides are toxic for each other, but good for somebody else. Like what I told you a while ago, boundaries and so on. You know, there's certain people I don't get along. Okay, a lot of people don't get along with in my so-called family. And I'm willing to say it's all of our fault in a certain way. And I'm willing to say it's really their fault in another way. And maybe some of it is mine. Depending on who it is. And deep down, I think we're better that we don't talk to each other. Now, to some people, that may be sad. Maybe it is. But sometimes it's honest, and sometimes the honest thing, even though it's sad, is the better thing. Just because you're related to someone doesn't mean you have to talk to them. It would be nice. But if you can't, you can't. And that's something I think we should expect. I really do. But again, just a viewpoint. Everyone has to think and do what they think is right. And that's where that boils down to itself. Anywho, moving on. So it's just certain things I've been seeing on YouTube and so on. And of course, Sister Wives, I'm going to have to watch that documentary, that interview, or the tell-all. Really, interviews end up being quite a tell-all, but you know, in the last episode and go from there. Whew. And I'll let you know what I think about it. But, where do I begin? Okay. I never uh, did this uh, guest um, thing so on Wisdom, because as everyone knows now, I don't just do my show on Anchor, I do it on Wisdom. So shout out to Wisdom and Anchor. So let's try this guest thing. I'm working on trying new things, so here we go, yo. Oh my god, that. Anyway. Um. Okay, let me try this. Hello? Okay. Hello there. Hello? Hello? Hi. How Hi. you doing? I didn't mean to yell in your ear. I'm good. How are you? Uh, my headphones are pretty low, so I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> okay, just want to make sure I'm not screaming in your ear. I just wanted to make sure I got this correctly. In your introduction, did you really say this is the One Drunk Ho podcast? Yeah, yeah, you didn't hear, you didn't hear. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just making sure. That's, uh, you know, I like boldness, I like bold. You know, yeah. Witch Dragon yeah. also sticks yeah. out, so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a lot of power there, Witch Dragon. I mean, yeah. that's like some ultimate shit right there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, imp- okay. I'm impressed. 
again. So what do you normally – well, good. I mean, yeah, it, it is new. I know that there there was an opportunity, a feature where you could do it on Anchor. You never tried it over there? <clears throat> oh, no. I, oh, no, I have Anchor. I, I usually do my show there. No, but I mean, I mean the guest the guest thing on Anchor. Oh, not that part, no. I usually just had my friend okay, call. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because you know it's it's set up uh, for that, nice and easy, so you can bring people in, and it's it's a great experience because you get to have the, the live voices and um, share with people one on one. So it makes it it, it really I, I really love the the whole old school talk radio feel. You know, you got one at a time. Um, nice intimate conversations you can say what's up and so i've seen your profile before i just didn't uh i didn't see um i I, i've never come and talked to uh, you before but you've been here um you it seems like your first talk was the day after we did we had our one-year celebration for wisdom november 7th was the birthday of wisdom yeah and your first talk on here is november 8th (laughs) <laughs> well, I've only been here uh, since um, August of this year, so just a, you know a couple months before you. But yeah, I got to take part in the one-year celebration of Wisdom's. Um, wait a minute, is it November? Was it November seventh or was it October seventh? Huh? I'm confused. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's been a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so so. Um, what, uh, I'm looking at, let's see, uh, boundaries, boundaries, double standards. Okay. Shiva. All right. Last talk about Shiva. So you get into a little bit of the metaphysical. I see you got, uh, stoites of the solstice. What's a stoite? Oh, story. Sorry. I, I couldn't, I'll have to probably change that later. I said story. Oh, s- stories. Okay. Cause you know, I thought that was. Yeah, I mean, you can actually, you can actually live update it right now. Okay, I'll have to figure that one out. Um, anyway, well, thank you for telling me, because, oh my God, I spelled that so wrong. Uh, well, you know what? Now I'm going to find out what a stoite is. <laughs> well, let me know, because I, imagine really, I really meant to say stories, so. Imagine, imagine a stoite. Imagine what a imagine a Stow White. Hmm. Well, it's interestingly enough. It when I type in Stow White, it does come up. The, the word stories come up. That's interesting. So it knows that people often make that mistake in the the AI. I guess. I guess so, it's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be I'll be more upset if it didn't. So. <laughs> no. But uh, just so you know, I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna use it for something. A Stow White. Sounds like a, you know, like a like a like a luddite or a, you know, stalagmite, or something. So thanks, thanks for the inspiration. I mean, unintentioned as it was, I'm glad my my misspelling helped somebody. So. Yeah, I'm gonna use it for some kind of magical working now. And I invoke the spirits of the stoites to come down and perish the lands like never before. So yeah. 
Uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to, um, I wanted to say hello and just introduce myself and um, just uh, welcome to uh, Wisdom. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, give, before I, I, I jump out of here, give me, um, okay. what's a little bit of what, what's the usual run of show? What do you like to talk about? Are you all over the place? Do you have a focus? Like, what's, what's the deal? I know St. Alma's not a good way to answer a question, but whatever. Um, Seriously, though, a little bit of both. I usually have Mm. a focus. It tends to go all over the place, but then it heads back to the focus, if that makes sense. Mm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is really I don't don't usually stick with one range of topics. I have quite a few to answer questions. So that's where the... Not the focus comes in, but I usually plan it out, so that's where the focus comes in. So I just a little bit of both. But that's what I got. Okay. I'm cool. I'm good with that. Okay. Um, so I'll be tuning in whenever I can. Um, are you gonna be Are you gonna be on every day or every other day, or like what's your schedule? take off after today for a week or so, but usually okay. I'm, on every, every, I'm on every week or every other week. Okay, gotcha. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, taking my, was this the first time you took a caller here on Wisdom? Very first time, yeah. Yay, I did it again. I did it again. I did, 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 did it again. I like being the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, do I just call you Witch Dragon? Yes, that is my name. Or W. You can say W. Or W D. W D. A lot of people do that too. That's fine. Either or. Yeah. Or uh, uh, the dubs. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that Witch Dragon. It's a, it's a, it's a great. It's so great. <laughs> All right. Well, carry on with the with the Drunk Hole podcast and <laughs> the best name. <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> what an awesome name. Guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, whoever's listening, that's in her intro. Listen to her intro. She says that for real. She says this is the Drunk Hole podcast and she's the Witch Dragon. So this is going to be something to listen to. Make, make us proud, Witch Dragon. Well, I will. All right. <laughs> you have a great day. Bye-bye. That was something I was not expecting. And apparently, okay. Oh, Lord. Um, I got thrown off, but that's not a bad thing, though. Again, if it's one thing I've learned after this year is be more flexible in certain things. So we're going to do that. Okay. So, first, I probably should state that my gender is male. Yeah, my voice sounds feminine, apparently. I know. Sorry to disappoint, but that's the way my voice sounds. It is what it is. Oh, and no, I'm not doing it purposely. My voice just sounds like this. Just so everyone knows. But am I offended? No. But I just felt I should just tell everyone that anyway. So no one gets all upset or anything. Because I do have a tendency to make people upset. So hmm. we're going to carry on before I ramble on about that. But let's thank our first guest on Wisdom for calling. Because that was awesome and interesting. And I'm going to just take it as a good sign. And you and and I'm gonna say say you welcome to Hakeem. Appreciate you. All right. 
So, before, if I can actually get on back on track for a second, because this is where I like to try to be somewhat organized. I promise you, believe it or not, everyone, I actually am slightly organized. It's just, well, when something throws me off, even if it's a good thing, I get derailed. So let me take a deep breath. We're back. Okay. So, basically, when it comes to Meghan Markle, I, I don't know. I think people need, need to accept her for who she is. The good, the bad, the ugly. And, and we all have those things. Not just her. It's everybody. Now, am I going to say Harry's perfect? No. No, not at all. What I will say is everyone has flaws. And we're going to move on. Okay. So, and as for future reference, I, I did mean stories of the soul. It's just, well, that just got to show, that just shows me that I got to be a little bit more attentive when I'm typing at these things. But, that's how we learn. But apparently, there is such a thing as that somewhere, so I learned something new. And if I can inspire someone, <laughs> good, good to know my mistyping can inspire somebody. It ought to be useful for somebody in the world, I say. So. <laughs> All right, where was I? So, continuing on. So, my story is as this. We're going to quickly go over this motherfucker. We're not going to talk about him too much longer, because I think I went over that enough. Be on wisdom, be on anchor, be on the whole world. All right, so quick recap: this one guy that I was dealing with for the longest time had the biggest whatever, blah blah blah. You know, he got all butt hurt and weird because I said I wanted to find place in his life. Now, maybe I could have explained that better, saying I don't necessarily need to have a big full blown relationship right away, but I need to know what the T is. I need to know what the T is. Because it was all up in the air for me. I wasn't trying to take his fiance's place. I didn't need none of that. But I needed my own spot in his fucking life. I'm sorry. It was too up in the air. For example, you know, he said he wanted to spend time with me and all that, which, okay. But, you know, said so he needed time for himself and time for his fiance, which, again, is fine. You know, again, I'm polyamorous. I understand that. It's cool. I'm married and I'm poly. Hello. But then you're going to say you you couldn't handle the fine place because him and his fiance are private people, blah, blah, blah. They wanted to hold his fucking hand. Now, I didn't say I want to hold a hand in the ghetto or nothing, but, for com but come on. Or hell, even in my town. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, my town is Hackensack, so it has mostly ghetto places, but it has also nice places. Oh, it even has a rich place. I, I know, I'm shocked, too. You know, I don't live there, by the way. But still, I kind of live in a ghetto, nice part. Yeah, I know that's a hard way to say it, but it's the truth. Anyway, I ain't gonna hold my hand around his area either. In a part of New York, that's all I'm gonna say. But it's like, but still, I need, I need some sort of definition. Just up in the air, taking it one day at a time. I'm sorry, girl, boy, cupcake, non-binary. I don't got time for that. I'm not in my 20s. If I was, that might have been okay. No. You know, now granted, maybe I could have asked him that in a better spot in his house. Okay. But, nonetheless, it is what it is. And the, other, and the other quick example I'll give you is 
you know, because they want to say I was twisting things emotionally. How am I twisting things emotionally as a friend or acquaintance that you, you facilitated those feelings? Another example I'm going to give you all real quick, and then we're going to move on. Is that he wanted, when he came here, if he ever came here, which he didn't, by the way, spend time and build bonds and have and build trust. It's like, I'm sorry. You don't say that shit to someone that's casual or whatever. I'm sorry. You don't say that. At least not in my mind you do. I mean, you don't treat someone that's casual like garbage. You, you have some basic respect, but come on, though. Come on. The fuck? Fuck that. Anyway. So without going over that any more than I already do, because God knows I think I've talked about it enough at nauseum. I come to realize, to make a drawn out story short, that even if I could have said things in my letter to him last year better, or at least worded differently, I don't know if it would have helped. It might have, we'll never know. But regardless of how I said it, I still mean it. And that's what I keep coming back to. And I'm not ass sad about it. I'm not even angry. I mean, there's days where I am more than others. But I realize I just deserve better. Someone like that. And the problem also, as a side note, most of my friends, even my therapist when I talk to him once or twice a year, even agrees that boy got issues. Now again, of course a therapist, a good therapist, is supposed to be caring, but yet objective. So I'm pretty sure that's coming from an objective, well caring, but objective point of view. So that's why I said, and my therapist. I'm like, are you kidding me? But my point is really simple. Even if I could have worded things different, or said the same things, but maybe not as harsh. I don't know. Whatever. Who am I kidding, y'all? I meant what I said. And I stand by it. Now, I, and I don't regret what I said. Maybe I, but I will respect his feelings on it. I just wish he could have done the same for me. And that's really what I keep coming to. And he doesn't. It's like, how are you going to block me on Live, but yet not block me on Facebook? That's a, but yet I'm twisting things emotionally. Fuck you. Not Y'all listening, but you know. Anyway, next. And it just reminds me of all of my relationships. Be it from platonic or otherwise. The fuck? Yeah, there's a pattern. I, I'll tell you the truth of the pattern. I know there's a pattern. And I'm still working on that. I can't say I'm healed from that yet, clearly. Hello. But I think I'm getting there. And I think... I can accept that I'm not there yet, but I can be. And yes, in all those relationships or whatever, situationships or pudding pops, yes, I've made mistakes. Clearly, one mistake is going after the same type of person, be it, again, any type of relationship. That's my first issue. And playing other parts. So yes, I'm not innocent. But I also realize neither is anyone else. And it's not always on me. At least not always. So, I'm still in healing. But yet, that doesn't have to hinder me. Not anymore. And that's what I'm and that's what I'm realizing. And on that note, I'm gonna briefly go over the other types of shows and uh, episodes I'm gonna go into in the new year slash rest of this year. Alright, quickly. We're going to talk about more gods and gods. 
we'll talk about more magic and so on and Venus and more stories and so on. And, of course, a little more true crime, especially with cases that aren't as famous, even if it's just in my area. And, well, we're just going to go from there. And without further ado, let's get to the event, because <laughs> I think we all have lives. So, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't do any more than I already have. So I give you my thanks and my gratitude for listening. So let's begin. With today's Stories of the Solstice, even though I spelled it wrong in the title. But, <laughs> oh well, it just means i got to be more attentive about stuff. Got to be a lesson learned. Got to love live radio, I guess, huh? Or live podcast. Anyway, like I said, shout out to Anchor and Wisdom and any other po- any other place that my podcasts are at. So, we're gonna. When I was a teenager, we'll start with one story. And I was watching Xena, even though I didn't fully know it was a T. That her and Gabrielle had something I don't care. No one says. They are becoming a couple, y'all, in my opinion. <laughs> but, but seriously, with all that being said, I remember this one episode, or at least parts of it. How many years ago? I think it's actually already been. Um, nonetheless, and Zena and Gabrielle went to this area, and they had the show, which I think actually was called The Winter Solstice. And that was like the first time I heard about the damn holiday, at least in that name. And I was like, shook. I was like, wait, is this like Christmas? Wait, fine, technically, maybe I thought it, but it felt it better. Oh, my God. I took it like a back. It's like, and now it's like in between my whole awakenings and finding the Greek gods and finding I'm not, you know, not, finding I'm not going to use the term shifters, but still, it's like, oh, my goodness. Or whatever I actually said. Anywho. So, and I remember, well, I'm just going to past episodes of me now. But the point is, when Xena gave Gabrielle, spoiler alert, she gave her a wooden sheet or a wooden lamp. I mean, it's been 20, 30 years since the show, so if people want to remember who you are, they'll have to see it for themselves. But anyway, I'm not going to feel bad about that because it's been 20, 30 years since the show's been on. So, anywho. So, and I was like, I really love this. Celebrating the first day of winter, it's like, oh my god. It was, like, amazing. Now, again, keep in mind, probably for most people it wouldn't be that damn amazing. Especially people who actually heard of the damn show. So, or heard of the whole day in general. But for me, it, it's like it struck a chord. Now, was it a big chord? No. But was it, a, was it really a little trickle of a chord? Yes. And I'm like, now, Mama, on the other hand, I wouldn't say she's pagan, per se, but definitely magical, definitely magical. And I think she definitely had her way of things. My mother's not the most honest, not the most dishonest person. But suffice to say, you know, started saying the winter's happy winter solstice or whatever, and she was cool, and she said it right back, so it was a very, 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 one more very, very watered down beginnings of me casually celebrating the solstice, which was fine. Again, mom was totally being honest about her magical self, if you will. 
And I do mean slowly, and I do mean limited. That's a whole nother show, literally. But, moving on. So that was the first inklings of the winter solstice and other pagan holidays coming into my life, slowly. Whew. And on that note, let's begin the next part of the story. So, as the years went by, and my magic and my magical, let's just say leanings, if you will, start to grow and intensify, if you will. Not to mention the whole shifting things and you know the vampire stuff came in much later. Around the same time, but not quite. But moving on. And, you know, I started I was definitely pagan, becoming more pagan, briefly Wiccan. Let's side note, P.S. Wiccan really never really worked for me, honestly. Nothing against anyone who's Wiccan. Nothing against anyone who who associates being witchcraft with Wicca, but brief, quick note, I am going to do a show on witchcraft and Wiccan. Not today. But a quick prelude to that show, not every witch is Wiccan. Some witches can be Christian. I know, it's shocking. But really, it just happens. And some witches are atheists. I know, I'm even more shocked about that. Well, not really, but, you know, at least in my opinion, slight opinion, in my humble opinion, so I have to say, if I don't say that again, people don't understand shit I'm talking about right now. But I know y'all do, but you know. the magic inside you. Whatever you believe or don't believe, that's what matters. So you can have a religion, you have no religion. You can believe in everything or believe in nothing. It's the magic from within you that gets things done. At least from my experience, like before. Okay. We're moving on. Back to the solstice, y'all. Before I ramble on about that for ten hours. Oh, trust me, I would never do that to you all. Y'all been so patient listening to me over this. So, moving right along. As I was beginning slowly in my travels and my journeys, expanding my magical knowledge and blah, 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 making mistakes along the way. And I do mean some mistakes. And of course, being at this point, 17, 18, you know, mid-20s, early-20s, making my mistakes, as we us do, young adults do, and hell, us in general do, you know, etc. We'll leave it at that for now. I was slowly discovering the pagan holidays, and it's like, wait, a good amount of the holidays we have now in this country, or at least loosely, are quasi-based on pagan ones, depending who you talk to and which source, allegedly. But I swear to God, if I have to keep saying allegedly, I'm going to smack you in the face. Figuratively speaking. Although you never know. But we're going to say speak figuratively, because I don't condone violence, and I would never recommend that. Yeah. Because we try to be responsible on this show, and in life in general. Anyway. But it's like, for real? It's like, what? And they never taught this bullshit in school? You know, something I actually would have paid attention to for five, five minutes? Oh, hell no. Even if some of it ain't true? At least quarter of it is? What? Yeah. So that's basically in what I was thinking back in the day. Now, I don't know if I said those exact words, because hello, it's been 20, 30 years, for God's sake. So I don't know if I said it quite like that, but you get what I'm saying on that. Moving on. So, one of the first holidays I was celebrating, well, of course, was Halloween and that one. But outside of that, it was really the second 
most favorite holiday has become the winter solstice. And pretty much at this point, I pretty much stopped celebrating all the Christian or national holidays at this point. Well, at least religious-based or quasi-religious-based. Although, side note, is Christmas even really a religious holiday at this point? But anyway, moving on. And by the way, when I say this, I don't mean to be disrespectful. Please don't be offended by what I'm saying. But moving on. But the winter solstice really was beginning to have more meaning. And I will admit, maybe how I presented to a friend at a time wasn't always the greatest. Again, don't we all make mistakes when we're young? No, don't we all make mistakes when we're older? Mm-hmm. Let's be serious. We all make, we all fuck up. But for real, for real, she couldn't understand why I stopped celebrating Christmas or any other holiday. Side note, you don't have to, just because you're a witch and or pagan, you don't have to stop celebrating Christmas. I just chose to stop because, frankly, most of those holidays really had negative things for me, for me, in my own life experience, so I, so I was happy to stop celebrating them. But that was a personal choice completely. You know, I always say at this point to you, too. But, for real, for real, so it was easy for me to stop celebrating Christmas at that point because it just had mostly negative conversations for me. And the winter solstice didn't. And it was like Christmas-like, except with the gods and gods I already know. Hello. Again, I probably could have presented it better, but again, let me say this. Does any 18-year-old, 19-year-old going into 20, being in their 20s ever always present things the best way? Probably not always, if ever. Let's, let's just say not always. Then again, does anyone always present things the right way? Again, probably not. So yeah, I probably could have done a better job. But again, we all learn from our mistakes, and I'm learning. But then again, maybe I don't. But then again, looking back, maybe I'd have to explain it. Maybe I should have just enjoyed that, and maybe not tell anyone right away. But I hate to describe it this way. Please don't hate me too much. It's kind of like a kid in a candy store or a kid with a new toy. I hate to describe it that way, but that's basically what it felt like. And I just want everyone to know the tea. Whereas maybe now as a full-grown adult, I probably would have sat with it a little longer, experienced it, studied it, lived it, enjoyed it, made my mistakes, asked questions, because that's one thing I think I always did right in life, even if I fucked up in other ways. Just to kind of tell everyone all the tea. Let me also say, I don't know if I would have changed that part of my life. Because for better or worse, it made me who I am now. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone to do better than me. But, yeah. And I, I guess I'm just, I'm just making the most of it. But, I do know, as I was celebrating the solstice in those late teens, early 20s, that I really did experience not quite like a Miracle on 34th Street. You know, nothing like in Hollywood, unfortunately. But it, it felt real. It felt true. It felt amazing. Now, am I making, am I putting as rock, as the as rock put it on YouTube, putting 20 on 10? I probably am. I probably am. I'm probably making it sound a little better than it actually was. But it wasn't horrible. 
And it was great. I'll, I'll say that. But, it, but my first solstice was not meh, but it was pretty amazing because it was microphone. And it and it was just beautiful. And there, and everything after that was great. You know, I don't think I had too many terrible solstices. Just very different ones. I can't always say I always celebrated, you know, with people who were open to it. But I celebrated with the ones that meant the most to me, like the gods, for example, and so on. So that's what made it special. And, of course, as, you know, Mom's transcension became more permanent, and she and Weather Dragon started throwing parties, which is the next story, and we did the ritual and so on, with the family, well, at least the magical stars and everything, of course. That's when it started getting better. Perfect. Even with immortals and gods. <laughs> None of the solstice rituals or parties are ever perfect. Not even with those two. But, they definitely meant a lot to me because our family, at least the magical class family, started to expand. And that's when it started to mean a lot to me. And especially since mom's transcension was permanent. That's another story in itself. I am not going to go into that. Uh, stay tuned for that. But, and of course, as mom and Weather Dragon's marriages, you know, start, our marriage, excuse me, um, you know, was starting to intensify, you know, grow. Well, you know, become more solidified, really, is the word I'm looking for. There we go, solidified. I can't speak proper American English, I'm telling you. But, and the family started to grow, and then I found my sister, Mom and Weather Dragon's daughter. Again, another story. And, of course, the kids, my kids, her kids, all the kids, and the gods, of course. Can't forget about them, y'all. And other people who became part of the extended family over the years. It was just great. Again, will I say perfect? Even with them. But it's been rewarding. And I don't know what this solstice is going to be like. So I can't tell you because it hasn't happened yet. And even during the pandemic, we were still able to get together. Of course, I got some family members to tell me that I, could just, that I can't celebrate a big solstice party with immortals. Of course, they'd have to believe it first. And they'd also have to find a way to stop it. And... They would also have to find a way to prove that it's a COVID spreader, which is not. So, no. But all hats fitting aside. Even during that time, and it was rough, I still had the family celebrate the solstice and the rituals. It was great. Now, it's not, now I'm not talking some big old ritual that lasted 20 hours, please. That was like two or three minutes tops. And it was mostly a party, but so what? But it was still meaningful, is what I'm trying to say. And I couldn't have it any other way. Now, let me also break it down and on this side, too. Because having a good family get together now, during the solstice, and so on, does it take away any pain that I've had with Christmas and blah, 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 blah? No. Of course not. Those things already happened. 
it's not about replacing in a negative way. It's just living, I know the saying is oversaid, but if it's true, it's true. It's just about living my truth and being in it. And that's all I'm doing. Now, have I made mistakes? Yes. And will I again? Probably. But I think one mistake I've made is when other people, I'm not going to say did it intentionally, but sometimes I wonder. So I'm going to leave that as a debatable thing. Try to put me down or act like only Christmas is the one and only holiday. No, it's not. And when I say, and before I say this, let me please say, I'm not trying to knock anyone's holiday. Quite the opposite. All holidays are beautiful and special, not just pagan ones. Let me make sure I say that. And I think for some people, Christmas is a special, beautiful holiday, religiously or secularly, or both. And that's fine, and I encourage that. But don't knock other people's holidays. Holidays, wherever they are or not, should be loved and celebrated and encouraged. I don't see enough of that, at least not in America. And that's why it should be encouraged to say happy holidays, or at least Merry Christmas and happy holidays. What's wrong with saying both? Because there's more than one holiday, especially in this country, during the winter time, like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, the winter solstice, Frau Hall, Saturnalia, which I will have to get you on that holiday too. But anyway, my point is, I think we need to remember that. And sometimes I always, I think, going back to my point, I know I went on a quite tangent, but here's bringing it back home. Why I get slightly overly defensive, not a lot, but I, I do get overly defensive, I'll, I'll be honest, about making sure my holidays counted is simple. At least with my so-called, I mean, I don't know, I'll say so-called friends, because sometimes looking back at my calendar, but then again, I wasn't a perfect friend either, so it is what it is. When I'm like, okay, you know I don't celebrate Christmas, right? You know I celebrate the winter solstice. And blah, blah, blah. Pretty much the entire time, at least this group knew me. And it's like, and, she, and my other, my friend's like, what about Christmas? What about it? I don't celebrate it. You know, plus also, you do know people celebrate Hanukkah too, right? I mean, and then her super brother, I'm sorry, he is, at least in this sense, in this sense. So, what, are you going to be like one of those people at the airport or whatever? Keep in mind, I knew this little clown when he was 14 at least. I ever first met everybody. I'm like, you knew the, me the entire time I, ce I celebrated a different holiday. I felt like saying, and maybe I should have said all this calmer. Now, no, I'm not going to do that again. You know, other people have other holidays. It's not just about yours. Keep in mind, Father's Day. Subject, but point. So you would think automatically he would know people have other holidays. Okay, that's a whole other subject, I guess. But still, but it's just like, are you kidding me? Really? Again, I think where my mistake really was is not necessarily saying that, 
but maybe being a little bit calmer when I said it and just being direct and just to, can you please respectfully request that I, or at least respect that I celebrate a different holiday? If I have to respect yours, please respect mine. It's just that simple. Maybe if I said it that way, it would have been better. Maybe not. I don't know. But at least I could have said I did it more civilly, but then again, eh. whatever. I guess you have to live and learn. I don't regret it, but I definitely want to be better from here on out, so I try to keep that in mind. Just like I don't always tell people anymore I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Because people get really defensive about that. Why do you care what I celebrate? Hell, half this world, country isn't even celebrating anymore. So what's the matter if I don't? I'm just got a 20 plus year head start. That's really the only difference. I just got a 20 plus year head start on it. That's all. I also come to realize, I again, I don't regret anything I ever said to them or anyone else, but I probably could have presented things better. I admit it. I could have. I don't regret it. And I don't necessarily even regret what I said, but how I said it, my delivery, my temperament. Anyway. But again, live and learn, right? And in this one... Last story, which is really relatively short. Short. Well, I, I can talk, but I promise. <laughs> uh, but seriously, relatively short. Last story. When I was talking to my neighbor's little friend downstairs, or little girl, I don't know what the fuck she is. I mean, if you want to call him, I'm in your life. But that's none of my business. But nonetheless, and we were talking about holidays, which... Why I didn't keep my mouth shut in her case, I don't know. But then I figured, also figured, why should I? If, like I said, if other people celebrate their holidays, why shouldn't I? I said I'll celebrate the winter solstice. This one, the same one that wanted to say May Mark was black. Really, he has two hairs. And so we went over that enough times. This half I wanted to say something about people in ancient times that I have no control over at this point. And what they did during those times during the winter solstice and paying their prejudice and racist and all that, and blah, 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 blah. Now, look, I don't know what people did in ancient Gaul, ancient Greece, for that matter, or whatever she's referring to, or whatever they called England back in the day, or wherever. I have no control over that. And secondly, I don't know if it was racist in the same sense we think of racism today. I think it's a little bit different, but that's neither here nor there. I can't control what people did back in the day, just like they can't control what we do today. I'm sure they think some of the things we do is appalling, too. So, anyway, let me also say this real quick before someone takes it the wrong way, which I can understand. I am not saying racism and anything like that is right. It's wrong. Period. I'm just simply saying. what people in the ancient days did. I can't control it. It already happened, unfortunately. And all of them were just people. So, I can only worry about and do what I can today to be a better person. And I choose to celebrate the soul. 
I'm not saying human sacrifice is good, even if it was well-meaning, quote-unquote, but, or whatever, or another example. But I don't do that. I can only be concerned what I'm doing today, what I have control over right now. So, her saying all that blah, blah, blah shit, I'm going to hope she meant well, but I'm also going to give her a side eye because, like, bitch, ma'am, cupcakes, everyone has holidays, and I'm sure a good amount of them, I'm sure, has their good and bad, ugly, and different forms, okay, or their origin stories, alright, it's sad, but that's what the tea is, if I don't, if I don't criticize your holiday, please don't criticize mine. Now, that's what I felt like saying, but a lot better. But I didn't say it. Then she likes to think I'm another nationality, even though I'm not. And I've explained this to her emphatically. It's like I had to explain to her, not all white people look tasty. Not all white people have straight hair. White people are buried like everybody else. I, now, I try to say that as nicely as I could. But I also realize I don't think I should have to defend myself. Because first off, I'm not a child. I'm an adult. By the time I check, by the time the government checks, I'm an adult. So yeah. And also, if I keep telling you what it is, shut up. I didn't say shut up, but I felt like it. And to be fair, either way, it has nothing to do with you as a person. It doesn't make your life better. It doesn't make your life worse. It can affect me, maybe, or not. But it doesn't affect you. And I'm not going to fight over, I'm not going to fight with someone with a holiday I celebrate. Or my nationality. So shut up. I'm saying shut up. So that little story, even though I added stuff to what I wish I said, even if it was nicer, didn't really turn out that well. But it always made me always want to keep researching, keep growing, and I'm sure I need to update my research on a winter solstice. The basic definition of it, because I know I went all this blah, 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 good shit. But for those of you who are listening for the first time to my show, be on Anchor or Wisdom. Hello. Shout out to everybody. The winter solstice in its basic, basic, and I do mean basic, definition is the shortest light or the shortest day, or the longest day, I refer to it as. Regardless, it's the least light of the year. And then after that, it starts getting brighter and brighter out. And that's when the first day of winter starts happening. Now that's the basic, even if I mess it up a little bit, definition of the winter solstice. Okay, that's what I celebrate. I celebrate the shortest day of the year, or one of the shortest days of the year, and the, celebrating the first day of winter, the second half of the cold season before it becomes that's what I basically celebrate. Now, there's more and more to that, of course, which I did, which I did, I think I did a show on that last year, giving more of an explanation about that. But nonetheless, that's a quick rundown slash review of it. I don't know why people feel the need to be disrespectful, even well-meaning, about what I celebrate, which frankly annoys me. But if it's taught me nothing else, it's taught me. I don't want to be that way towards other people's holidays. I want to be respectful to other pagan holidays, non-pagan holidays, 
whether I agree with it, like it, dislike it, it don't matter. But if I don't want people to treat me that way, then I don't want to treat other people that way. Now, it's one thing if I have an opinion, but not every opinion has to be expressed. And how about if I have nothing nice to say as mama tried teaching me, just don't say anything at all. At least when it comes to that. And if I want people to respect my holidays, I need to respect other people's holidays. So I'm just like, how about that? And I think we'll end it there, because I'm just rambling on and on and on. But those are just a few of the winter solstice stories that I have. Although some of them do feel like a pamphlet, that's what I have. I want to thank you all for your support. This is with you, I mean, your host, for the One Drunk Hope podcast. Be well.